When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go to the Big 12. <laughs> what a day, man. <laughs> so much going on. Uh, this is DMVR Buffs Primetime. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Let's just get into it, man. Woo! The Big 12. Pete the Mel with some breaking news earlier today that Colorado has been discussing a move from the Pac-12 to the Big 12. They met today. They will meet again tomorrow. The Big 12's president's meeting tonight to discuss expansion. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And how about this? From our guy, Adam Unser-Tiger, not pulling any punches, not beating around any bushes, not dancing around anything. He said, barring any unexpected hiccups, the CU Buffs are indeed on the move to the Big 12. And that tells me, Jake, look, Adam is about as reputable as it comes. For sure. That tells me that that meeting this morning was not about potentially going to the Big 12. It was, are we going to the Big 12? The answer was yes. There's some dots that need to be dotted, or some I's that need to be dotted, and some T's that need to be crossed. And obviously we heard that the Big 12, um, you know, brass is meeting tonight. Like he said, barring any unforeseen hiccups, this is a done deal. And man, what a crazy... <laughs> turn of events all just like that i know all the speculation and yep. finally finally we're coming when to you least end. expect it on the day that we delay our show i know how we about get that big breaking news in the four three o'clock hour <laughs> we love to see it uh our timing has just been amazing recently today being the crown jewel what do you think right now at, just as a buffs fan what are you feeling do you like the buffs in the big 12 back in the big 12 look man this is um jumping off of a sinking ship to a floating ship now it is not the final destination i've been saying i mean we've been talking about this for months jake yeah and every single time what i've said is look you have to get off of this sinking ship you got it any way you can because we just we were literally closer than this to the commissioner of the pac-12 and he didn't inspire a single ounce of confidence in me nope that something was coming that it was going to be big that the conference was on good footing. So, you know, I, I see a lot of people talking about, oh, you know, you're running back to your ex in the Big 12. Like, who cares? In my opinion. Right. You went, you tried to find the new hot thing. Turned out they were crazy. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back and see what we got over here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was good for us. Um, <laughs> you know, like, this is about what's best for Colorado. Always and forever. And no one can make the case that the best thing for the call for Colorado right now is hanging on to the big Tw or to the Pac-12. So if right now our best option is jumping to the Big 12, then let's do it. And I've been saying this from the beginning. This is like um, you know, little uh lily pads in a pond. Got to jump from this one to that one. Yep. Hopefully that's just a stepping stone to get to the big one, which is the Big 10. And to me, what is will eventually be one of two major conferences in college football. So this was necessary unless the Pac-12 was going to pull a rabbit out of its hat. Sounds like Rick George had seen enough. Uh, enough. Oh, just just a few more days. Just a few more days. Just wait on it. Finally, you just say, all right, we cannot we can no longer wait on you. This is about us. We don't care about you. We have no allegiance to you. We've got to make a move. So Colorado has to do what's best for them. And this is what's best for them right now. I do not care even a little bit about the idea of like crawling back to an X. It doesn't matter to me whatsoever. Yep. Um, a lot of people made some noise about what Rick George did at Pac-12 Media Day. He was there to talk about the CFP. Didn't take questions. Everyone's saying, oh, he scurried out, blah, blah, blah. He said this last week. Uh, when, uh, this is from Pete Thamel's article. When ESPN asked Colorado AD Rick George about a potential conference decision for the school. He declined comment, but he said, we are where we are. We've just got to figure it out. That yep. doesn't inspire confidence in the Pac-12 to me at all. Yep. They know what's coming. Yep. Uh, yep. Go ahead. 
I was just going to say, you got to look at this from a the Coach Prime world that we now live in. Forget everything you knew about the Big 8, the Big 12, the Pac-12, and just think about the Coach Prime era, which is what we are in and we are hopefully in for a long time. Mm-hmm. The recruiting boost that moving to the Big 12 will provide him, and I know we think, and, and I do believe, Coach Prime can do anything. He can yep. pull anyone from anywhere, and I do believe that. And he could have pulled him to the Pac-12, the Mountain West, the WAC. I don't <laughs> care what conference we're talking about. Coach Prime can get players. Yeah. But when he can, it just hits a little different when you go into a home in Texas and you say, look, we want to bring you to Colorado, but guess what? It's a short flight for mom and dad to come to home games, and you're, we're going to be playing multiple games in the state of Texas you know, every year, and, and whether it's in Texas or the surrounding states, um, I'm trying to like envision the entire footprint Kansas. of Big 12 right now. Texas, Kansas, exactly. We're going to be near your home a lot. Then you know, it, it's a lot different for just these guys in the South to play in a conference like the Big 12 than it is for the Pac-12. Pac-12 has this Western feeling which you know is cool for that it helps with recruiting in california and those areas which are also can be hotbeds but for coach prime who has his probably his best roots in the ground in texas and then we'll talk about florida you go into florida and now again you have a home you you, you know your whole family's gonna be able to come to this ucf game every year and again it's only a short it's a much shorter jaunt from florida to texas than it is from florida to la um this is going to be such a, uh, you know, a arrow in the quiver for Coach Prime to be able to pull out in the places where his name means the most. Deion Sanders means more in those two places than it does anywhere else. And it means a lot everywhere, as we have come to learn. But we know one thing, Jake. This show yeah. is viewed more in the city of Dallas than any other city in America. Yes. Not Denver, not Boulder. Not Highlands Ranch, not <laughs> L.A., not, you know, Berkeley, none of those places. Dallas. This show that we record in the heart of Denver every day yep. is viewed more in Dallas than any other city in America. Guess what? Going to Fort Worth every other year. Houston? Houston. Every year. Uh, Cincinnati? Exactly. I mean, so you're, you're giving him, you're giving Coach Prime, who already is doing incredible things at this school more ammunition watch out uh just a couple more tweets from jason share who's been reporting this stuff for months that colorado and multiple pac-12 schools are going to be headed to the big 12. um he actually credits our guy iron, iron mike luke here he says as iron mike luke says colorado specifically asked for numbers at the last meeting there were no numbers presented set the table another tweet Colorado is likely to move within the next 48 hours. Also, there's another school in the Pac-12 beyond the rumored four corner schools that will surprise people and is seriously contemplating a jump to the Big 12. Clint, Connor, <laughs> where are you at? Hey, you're coming with us. <laughs> no more back the pack from you guys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know for sure that that's Oregon State, but I said to you before the show, Oregon State does have Big 12 energy. For sure. I don't know how to explain that. It just feels like they fit in. They got a beaver as the mascot. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's like the orange and uh, yeah. and black has like that Oklahoma State feel. Right. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have the battle for orange and black. Um, it might be you guys. And Connor says it's us. <laughs> Let's go, Connor. Uh, Let's we make need. The jump. We need a rhyme. What's what's uh? We don't have back the pack anymore. Um. I don't. You have to workshop that one, bro. Yeah, I, I nothing good coming to mind. <laughs> <laughs> but massive, man. I mean, you mentioned the recruiting. Uh, Coach Prime already recruits everywhere. I mean, Sean Lewis. We'll see what happens to him. If you give him a back door to Cincinnati, the mid Midwest, West Virginia, he already knows that entire area. They'll be able to recruit that even more. You already mentioned Texas, Florida. Um, Brett Yormack had a. He did the big noon conversation with Joel Klatt. Not too long ago, like two days ago. I listened to it last night. Okay. And he was talking about, again, it's all the same stuff he's been saying. We want to be coast to coast. We want to be a nationwide conference. And joining this conference now, 
you know, we talk about these certain states and stuff. They're going to have a national footprint, even more so than they already do if you join this conference. Also, I mean, basketball, this is the best basketball conference in the nation now, easily. easily. Yep. So, I mean, what a move, man. Yep. This is, uh, this is huge, man. And I just, I've already seen some complaints on Twitter about, like, the cities um, that you go to. And it's like, how many road games are these people traveling? Right. <laughs> like, for me, I like to get a one, just when I'm just being a fan, one in a year, maybe. And usually I choose a non-conference game. Right. So it's like, you know, this You're year. You're already we're going, traveling. Right. We're going to TCU. Um, I could, yeah, sure. Could we have gone to Eugene or one of those places? Now we might, maybe we end up going to more. But it's, I think it's a weird complaint. Well, most of these games you're watching on TV at the DNVR bar. Well, that and the Pac 12 may not even exist anymore. There's going to be no Pac 12 schools to travel to. Exactly. They're all going to be in different conferences. Yeah. Which I guess leads us to this you next. You go to Reno and Vegas, which right? is probably what's going to be, uh, <laughs> yeah. in, you know, uh, where's Utah State? Uh, they're in uh, up above Salt Lake. I can't remember what the okay. town's called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess you can still go to Utah in the Big 12. We'll BYU, see. right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about BYU. So you can get your ski trip in still. Yep. All right. So this was also posted yesterday, this other tweet. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen mascots breaking news before. Okay, yeah. What the <laughs> hell was this? <laughs> Throw, pull it up, Alyssa. Um, just out of nowhere yesterday, Puddles the Duck is seen hanging out with uh, Brutus the Buckeye. Do you realize how dumb what you're saying sounds I know, right it now? sounds fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but look at this. Scroll at, down to the caption. What does the caption say? Scroll down, Alyssa. Big things coming. Eyeball emoji. What is happening? This is insane. Now, this could be like um like a reference to the size of mascots and like a furry thing, if you know what I'm saying. But why is Brutus there? <laughs> uh, I think you missed my joke, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that good. Um, yeah, I. If this actually happens and we have to look back, like in the annals of college football history, we're like, remember when uh, Brutus broke the news about yes. Oregon going to the Big Ten on Instagram? Jesus. Oh, what a time to be alive. Who do you think, if Oregon is going to the Big Ten, who's their, who's their partner? If Oregon is going? Yeah. Washington. Yep. Crazy, man. The Pac-12 is literally falling apart right in front of us. <sighs> yeah, it's kind of sad. I it liked is. the Pac-12. Even before Colorado was in the Pac-12, I liked the Pac-10. Right. Um, it feels like, I, well, first of all, I'm going to be up. <laughs> One thing about me I'm going to watch the last college football game of every single Saturday. Yep. A lot of times that was the Pac-12, you know, with that 8.30 p.m. kickoff. So even when I was a kid, I liked watching Pac-12 games. It's kind of sad to see the Pac-12 go down. As I've said from day one and back in the day, my boy Connor didn't like it. But I don't give a damn about the conference. I just want what's best uh, right. for, for Colorado. This is so, so very obviously... The best move that I think is available to us right now. Of course. Obviously, would we have loved to get the Big Ten? And I, I guarantee you, Rick George made those calls. And I would, I would guess they probably just said, like, I don't think we're ready for that yet. Let's see how things go. And, and we'll see how long the commitment is to the Big Ten and what outs they have in the contract. But this is the best thing for Colorado right now. That's all that matters. Well, let's just be a little bit realistic. Colorado's been very down up until this year. They're on the ascent for sure. But that's all they have to go off of yep. is what you've done the last five, ten years or so. And Colorado doesn't have much, so I don't really blame the Big Ten for saying no thanks for right now. Mm -hmm. But if you go into the Big 12 and you make yourself a force once again, you know, you win conference titles, you kind of get you. We're going to a 12 team playoff after this. I'm showing Ralphie on ESPN. There right we now. go. There's Chip, too. But you can position yourself nicely for a move like that. In five years, once this next media uh, cycle is over, and then we can kind of talk about it. And how about this? You know, we talk so much about the two-conference system, which is my gut feeling about what's going to happen. What if it doesn't, Jake? Then the Big 12 is in a fantastic position. Exactly. And Colorado is in a fantastic position to make the college football playoff yes. in the Big 12 because... You know, you're not in the SEC. You're not in the Big Ten, which which has 
the 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 most traditional powers that we have right now, right? It's Alabama, it's Georgia, it's Ohio State. Those are the ones that like you can't argue with right now. They've damn near been in every college football playoff, throw in Michigan and that sort of thing. The Big Twelve, the dominant the dominant Big Twelve team doesn't exist right now. Oh, they're gone. So and e- and even that, yeah, it was Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're gone. So you have a chance to become that team, the name brand of the conference. And yeah, could you have done that in a surviving Pac-12 without USC and UCLA? Probably. But it's almost like a little arms race for all of these teams that are joining the Big 12 of like, hey, go grab it. You know, first one to the top of the mountain wins. For sure. And Colorado, I think, is in a great position with Coach Prime to be able to uh, compete in that race. No doubt. Uh, we'll move on here very shortly. But the Pac-12 is collapsing in front of our eyes. And the attention, I think, goes right to the ACC now. Mm. What happens to Clemson? What happens to Florida State? Will any of them be candidates for the Big 12, or are they all trying to go to the SEC? Give me Florida State in the Big Could 12. Could you imagine, bro? <laughs> oh, I would love that. Um, yeah, and, and you know, a couple of the commenters said maybe it's four. Um, and that would be great for Colorado, honestly. Mm-hmm. If there's four major conferences, ACC, Big 12, uh, Big 10, and SEC... And Colorado's in one of them. Great. Good job. Um, and if you want to be mad at anything or anyone about Colorado leaving the Pac-12, be mad at Larry Scott. Yes. Larry Scott is an absolute joke. He sunk this conference recklessly and did such an absolutely horrible job with this conference. That is why we are here today. Not because of anyone that's in there in the position now, not because of anything other than Larry Scott absolutely fumbling the bag when it came to capitalizing on the momentum that was created going from the Pac-10 to the Pac-12, the launch of Pac-12 Network, which to this day isn't on uh, DirecTV, never in the history, you know, um, you, you think the altitude dispute has been going on for a while. Sheesh. Pac-12 Network never got to DirecTV. It was all uh, uh, just an absolute mess under the leadership of Larry Scott. All the wasted money, the expensive offices, the overpaid executives, all of it. It all falls on Larry Scott. So congratulations, Larry. You sunk the ship. And just to add to that, I mean, Commissioner Kolovkov has taken a lot of hits the last few months. He was put in an impossible position, man. Yep. He's a, he's a Vegas guy. He knows what it's like to get dealt a shitty hand. Yep. That's what he. That's what happened to him. Um, one more thing, and we can move on. You know, the Pac-12. I think the one of the biggest mistakes, and uh, Joel Klatt talked about this with Commissioner Yormark um, in that conversation that he just uploaded a few days ago. The Pac-12 had a great opportunity because of what you said. They have the last window of Premier College Football every Saturday. Yep. And Pac-12 After Dark was literally branded. Yeah. It was just right there for them to grasp. Mm-hmm. They missed that. The Big 12 has talked about being four time zones. You can still have this, especially if you bring in an Oregon State. That is true. That's actually great. It's weird. It's weird that they're going to play a a game in four time zones. Yeah. Um, But it is true. You can now take over Big 12 after dark. Rolls off the tongue just as easily. For sure. All right. Um, Another new partner. Meal uh, kits are kind of the thing these days. Factor's a little different, though, because you don't have to cook anything. Yep. It comes to you all set. All so, prepackaged. I love when this happens, which is we partner with a company that I already use. Nice. Um, I have used Factor for, let's say, about a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, when It's mostly when I'm being smart about my diet. I hit up Factor. Uh, and I've actually been on a little kick recently trying to get, you know, trying to get into, uh, into game shape for football season. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, Factor's amazing, dude. You pick your amount of boxes that you want sent to you each week. Uh, and you can kind of mess with it. Like at first I went too strong. I think I got like eight and I wasn't, I wasn't eating eight. So then I scaled it back like one click of a button, scale it back, brings the price down. They send you a couple less boxes. And for me, at least when I am dieting, I need to have stuff available. When I, when I mess up on a diet, it's because I'm so hungry and there's not something there. Right. And I'm just like, like screw it. I'm ordering food <laughs> yep. and I'm not going to order something healthy because I'm too hungry to eat a salad. If you just open the fridge, you've got your factor, bang, you throw it in the second you get hungry and it helps you stay a, a lot more disciplined. 
it's also delicious. Oh yeah. Like I had it for lunch today. I've been eating it the last few days off and on, and it's really good. The smoothies are amazing Those too. Breakfast smoothies. Whew. Yeah, the mango one, man. Uh, head to factor ma- factormeals.com slash uh, DMVRBuffs50, I believe, and use code DMVRBuffs50 to get 50% off. That's code DMVRBuffs50 at factormeals.com slash DMVRBuffs50 to get 50% off. Also, shout out to Saturday Neon. How's the spirit of the buffs today? Oh, I think it's going to be quite bright. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Saturday Neon. The company started by two room, uh, two friends and former college roommates at CU, based out of Denver. They ship with everything you need to mount, power, and dim every single sign. Uh, they've got CU. They also have 19 other select schools. It's great for your man cave, for your office, dorm rooms. Head to SaturdayNeon.com. Use the code DMVR. You'll get 10% off your order today, and you get free shipping on orders over 200 bucks. Well, man, too bad we don't have a five-star to talk about. Oh, that would be sick. <laughs> oh, I love saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Lester III. It was widely reported. We talked about it on Saturday when we were at Circa that this is something that looked like it was going to happen. He showed up yesterday, I don't know, one one thirty ish on IG Live walking around Boulder uh, you can see the campus clear as day, taking pictures today. Uh, Jamaris Wilder is there, the three-star running back in 2025. I don't have the name right now, but there's another player there from Florida, a uh, three-star wide receiver in this next class as well. He a buff? Oh, he's a buff. Um, <laughs> first of all, what's going on here? Big news today. A lot of, like, the chat's popping. 171 likes? I know, yeah. Come on doing? now. Let's get let's get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Um, yeah, Charles Lester's a buff, in my opinion. Um, I know I say that about everyone, but I believe it about <laughs> everyone. Uh, like you said, you get the chance for that final impression. And I don't know. Did you see the Instagram live comment he had last night? Uh, yes. I ain't no no. I ain't no no. That's a crazy thing to say about a school that you're committing to in a couple days. Yeah. Now he. <laughs> It's true. He hasn't committed anywhere yet, right? Right. Um, but I was surprised to see that because, you know, I think a lot of people in the comments are, Florida State lock, he's a null lock, he's a null, he's yep. a null, he's a null. He was like, hold up. Hold on. Um, the Buffs are getting the, the last chance here to make a big impression on Charles Lester III. And I just can't imagine, Jake, getting into a room where you have Travis Hunter, you have Cormani McLean, and then, of course... You have Coach Prime walking in as well. Mm-hmm. You have two of the highest rated recruits in the history of college football at your position and the greatest player in the history of the sport at your position all in the same building. And you're going to go somewhere else? No chance. Um, by the way, Kai Bates just committed to LSU. Okay. So, Charles Lester. The big uh, cornerback in this class for the Buffs. It seems like it, man. It's slime time. It is slime time. I love that he has that nickname, I know, too. I know. Um, but, man. Dude, I swear, there's a certain level of recruiting you get to where guys just have sicker nicknames. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure, though. But, um, man, next year, if they get CL3, Travis Hunter, you get a year of it. Travis, Cormani, and CL3. Yep. I mean, yeah. we already talk about Travis and Cormani being the best duo of all time. At cornerback in terms of recruiting? According to recruiting rankings. This would be have to be the best secondary. You know they're going to get a safety or something, too. Yeah. You know if they win seven, eight, nine games, they're going to get another few flips as well. This is just the beginning. Absolutely. Um, the idea of having three five-stars in the secondary at the same time That's is... Georgia shit. Yes. It's remarkable. Jake, I remember a game... Um, True OGs will remember a game where Colorado in their secondary had two players who weren't even on defense. They had a wide receiver and a running back playing in the secondary because they didn't have any guys and the injuries got so bad that they literally put JJ Espinosa, I think is Jason Espinosa and Didi Goodson, two offensive players in their secondary against Matt Barkley and USC. <laughs> oh, no. um, and to think of going from that to three five stars in the same secondary within like, I don't know, a decade um, <laughs> is just quite the contrast. I think this is happening. Um, 
I just I have a I have an extra good feeling about this one. It's gotta be, man. You you follow the visits in recruiting. Also, like uh Sean in the comments said to use the new DBU. Like CBU, first off. For either one, you can actually make that case if you get this one. Yeah. CBU just it's just better. It just fits CU better. CBU. Yep. I like it. Uh, Jamaris Wilder doesn't have any 247 sports rankings yet, but in the class of 2025, he, of course, goes to Venice. 5'9", 180. All and my then, OGs in the comments saying Espinosa Island. <laughs> he got a pick off of Matt Barkley. No way. Yeah. Well, we learned what Matt Barkley was. It's true. Josiah Booker is the other player with CL3 today. Uh, he goes to Booker High School, Sarasota, Florida. Class of 2024, only listed at 5'9", 150, so you know what that means. He post, posted an 11.4 rate in the 100-meter dash. Nearly had 1,000 yards last year on 58 catches and 9 touchdowns. Also carried the ball a bit. Uh, he is a 247 Sports Composite 3-star, 1,341st overall ranking. Charles Lester is literally, he's already recruiting players to Boulder, and he hasn't even committed. <laughs> Oh, come on, man. Let's go. Uh, tomorrow, right? Uh, Friday, the 28th. Today, Wednesday. Yeah. Damn it. This week's moving slow. I know. What a day, though. Camp starts next week. Man, it's all happening. It's all happening very fast. Um, and interestingly, um, someone said on Twitter, I forget who you said it was, but someone said like it would be effective next year, mm -hmm. um, which is fast. Yeah, like just like a farewell tour in the in the Pac-12, and then boom, Big Twelve season. I mean, this is also the big bummer about the Pac-12 media deal, though. Is it put all this on hold? Even though we all already kind of felt it was a little inevitable, we had to wait so long for this. Whereas you know, you go back to last off season when they announced uh, USC and UCLA. That's plenty of time for them. When they announced that um, all those teams were joining the Big 12, Cincinnati, U uh, UCF, the, that group of four, they had plenty of time. CU's kind of, yeah, they're little, uh, a little rushed for this. It's, it's going to feel like, I think. Yeah, maybe, but also like the recruiting class is still pretty young, meaning you can, you can, it, the second that this becomes official, and maybe Coach Prime's already been using it behind the scenes, mm -hmm. although I kind of doubt it because that would probably get leaked by these kids, but um as soon as it's official you can start using that in recruiting and and have it be effective for this oh, year's recruiting class ucf is already they were already all in before yep. the move was official yeah totally anything else on co3 uh silver buff just said that the region's What's meeting up, tomorrow yeah is live streamed at 3 p.m <laughs> oh my god should we do a watch along <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> Um, I'm sure we'll have something on tomorrow's show about this. Shout out to Bacchus and Shanker. They're there for you if you get hurt and have been helping Colorado families win for more than 25 years. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. And they help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian trucks... Even if you're injured at work, smash that too. The Shador line, 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Also, shout out to Illegal Pete's. This episode of the DMVR Buffs podcast is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. You can head down there right now, get a bucket of high noons. That's five high noons for just $22. That's a deal. That's a steal. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, they got great margaritas. They got tons of kinds of uh, margaritas out there. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter. Legal Pete's, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. And finally, the Pac-12's favorite barbecue sauce. We're going to have to go on a mission next year to convert the Big 12 to Shador's number two. I got to say, more competition in Big 12 country when it comes to barbecue. <laughs> That's fair. You Shador know, knows. It's Shador. not Lincoln Riley burning briskets <laughs> in the Big 12. We're talking real barbecue down there. Shador's a Texas boy, though. That he knows his barbecue. And I think it, I think it absolutely is going to still dominate the headlines. For sure. Um, I, I keep watching that video, by the way. Oh, it's so fun. It's, it's so great. Uh, go to PLB. That, I think that was your idea, wasn't it? Yeah. You deserve your flowers Thank for that. Thank you. I that appreciate it. That was your it. idea. Um, go to com. Use the code all city, all caps, all word at checkout. You'll get 10% off your order of Shador's number two. 
All right. Stay out of the room, Connor. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about today? Are you done first? Do we have anything else to go off of? No. All right. What's up, chat? The chat is popping. Let's get to uh, 400 likes. Let's do it. Angela, see you move to the Big 12. How long will it take? One year. Less than that. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess uh, it would probably be effective at the calendar year. Yep. The start of the school year, I believe. So There you go. Okay. The school year. I guess this time next year, it'll be like official. Right. And yeah, like all of the marketing and branding will flip over to that side pretty quickly after the season, I would assume, or after the basketball season. Um, oh, I guess I didn't say this on the show. Jamaris Wilder's actually been offered, too. Yes. He got it yesterday. I think we did talk about that. Okay. Um, I saw someone mention TBT. We can talk about that. What's up, Jays, again? Charles Kelly had an interview today, and he compared Travis to Devonta Smith. He said many people did not know Devonta played cornerback, too. He feels Travis can be a Swiss Army knife like him. I love that comparison, but I think Travis is better. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Devonte. Um, just so whatever, you know. Devonta, um, Devonte. But uh, that's I completely agree in terms of the style of movement. Yep. Um, I, I Travis is definitely the better two-way athlete for sure. Uh, would be incredible if he can become that caliber of receiver. Yes, Heisman Trophy caliber. Yes. receiver. I hope they use. Remember that uh, national championship game when he came off the Heisman. And they had all that like orbit motion stuff designed for him. I hope they that Sean Lewis uses some of that stuff for sure. And then you saw it in the Super Bowl this year. Yep, that orbit is like impossible to cover, bro. It's so good. I love that. Yep, me too. Super buff with the super chat, my man. If a year ago someone told you C would go one and eleven, but hire Coach Prime and be Big Twelve bound within six months, would you take it? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, like I, I mean, of course. I probably, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I would have taken it if we got Coach Prime and we're headed for Division Three. You would have <laughs> been put in an insane asylum if you said this a year ago. That is true. That Not is the true. 1 in 11 part, but everything after that. Very true. Uh, John Rutledge, what does it mean for CU basketball? It means they're going to be competing against the very best. I mean, Tad has already proven who he is as a recruiter, as a coach, and now he's going to be able to do it with even more tools. Yeah, you know, uh, I think it should be a positive thing in the same way that um, it was positive. It's going to be positive for the football team from a recruiting perspective. Um, you're just competing at a higher level. Mm -hmm. And it is true. Come play in the best basketball conference in the country. Yep. You know, Tad's done a great job recruiting uh, more recently. Um, it's been up and down, I would say, over, over the course of his career, although better than anyone else before him. But I think this would be a nice little, you know, boost for him. Um, and obviously, he's a Jayhawk himself. So, you know, getting to go into that conference and have that target to aim at. Yeah. Obviously, they've been dominant in this conference for a very, very long time. Um, but I think it's a, it's, a, it's a positive for basketball on the whole. It might raise expectations yeah just naturally of like okay well now we're in the best basketball conference in the country we have a good basketball program how do we get to a great basketball program right i mean two things the two sports go hand in hand when football's successful it helps out basketball when basketball's successful it helps out football and then just again to go back to what brett yormark was saying with joel Klatt, um he talked about you know buying into basketball and really going in on it he mentioned how much he's talked to adam silver over the last year and how, you know, the NBA has kind of made this movement too of aiming for the younger demographic. And I think we're going to see that from the Big 12 too in terms of basketball. Angela, Coach Prime has brought Hard Knocks to college and made it 24-7-365. No team in college has come close to getting in the CU media and branding lane. Couldn't agree more. I'm, if there was a scoreboard, it'd be 3,000 to zero. Yeah. I'm shocked that no one else has tried to replicate this yet. Mm -hmm. Like how, I mean, I think the big thing is like coaches are scared. Yes, they are. I mean, and you're seeing all of this stuff come out about like toxic programs. Um, obviously all the Northwestern stuff came out. And then what was the one that just came out today? Um, was it about Michigan? No. 
Um, I know what you're talking about. I saw the tweet. Some headline came out today about a toxic culture at a school. And I think that's one of the reasons is a lot of these coaches are scared to show what it's really like when you get in there and they're selling a bill of goods to these kids about what it's like there. Um, so that's one reason why I think it hasn't been replicated. But I'm shocked that a school, because it's not like Colorado is the only school with nothing to hide. Right. But I'm shocked that another school hasn't tried to say, okay, let's give 24-7, 365 access behind the scenes to our fans too. This is clearly working for them. I mean, it's all Coach Prime. You need a coach that is willing to be that open, to willing willing to be on Minnesota. camera. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. Uh, a coach willing to be on camera and just show the program that much. I mean, it's kind of extra media stuff, really. Like, you yep. got to be on a little bit more if you have cameras that are around that much. And then also Bucky and Darius. Yes. You got to find people like that, like Neely. Yes. Like, those are hard people to find, and that's why they've stuck with Coach Prime. And so, you know, building this all up, it's not something you can just go, all right, give me three camera guys, and Coach, you're going to be doing an extra few uh, media things uh during the week for sure much more than that i don't really know what happened at minnesota do you know i didn't see yet i didn't i just saw the headline uh, as i was in the barber chair um so i didn't read the story but it was like about toxic culture and um like how something about like using fleck dollars to like get out of (laughs) what is this trouble (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) this is monopoly money i don't know what it was um, here we go. Minnesota football players described the culture under coach PJ Fleck as toxic since his arrival in 2017. The term cult was used by players who also recall the Fleck bank used to avoid punishment for positive drug tests and rule violations. Like, wow. What does that mean? That's a, I don't know. <laughs> the Fleck bank, huh? <laughs> I liked Fleck buck better. <laughs> Fleck bucks. <laughs> you um, get like a hundred at the start of the year. You got caught smoking weed, twenty-five bucks. You're down to seventy-five. What's up, Aki Dragon? I haven't seen you in a minute. Why did CU ever leave? Why did they leave the Big Twelve? The um, Big Twelve was about to collapse. Well, yeah. So, a few things. One thing is that the Big Twelve's media deal and the way that it was distributed was not equal opportunity. Uh, Texas basically owned the conference yep. and everyone else is just like Texas's little minions um, and whatever like scraps were left over after Texas ate, that's what everyone else got. Uh, and so that was one problem. The other problem was it sounded like it was falling apart, right? Colorado jumps, Nebraska jumps. Um, it was rumored at one point that the Pac-12 might be going to the Pac-16 yeah. and bringing um, others, Oklahoma, Texas for yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 And, so I think it was one of those things where it felt like it was collapsing maybe more than it actually was. Uh, and CU didn't want to be the last one, you know, with uh, uh, the last one in musical chairs. So they decided to be the first one along with Nebraska. Um, and the Pac-12 obviously sold this big thing about a new Pac-12 network and everyone's going to get equal distributing on the profits and all that stuff, which sounded really good at the time. The other thing which is one of the complaints that I guess people have about leaving is the alumni bases that Colorado have are much more tied um, to places like LA than they are to places like Dallas. It, that never showed to be any sort of real benefit. It was kind of like one of those things that sounds really nice. Yeah. And of course, it also sounds really nice to be going to Southern California rather than, right. you know, Southern Iowa. Um, <laughs> but in the end, I don't think that ever bore any fruit. Right. There's a couple games where, yeah, there's a great crowd for C- of CU fans at UCLA to watch them get their asses kicked. You mm-hmm. know? I just remember, I was in high school back then. I just remember there was legitimate noise that Texas and OU were leaving. Yeah. Like, together. Totally. Uh, what else? But, you know, one thing that should also be considered is, like, all of Colorado's history comes in this conference. Yes. The history that we want to remember. Yes. All comes from the Big 8, which, of course, later became the Big 12. And even the greatest memories that we have, like for me, 62-36, that's a Big 12 conference game that yep. happened. So it's not like, I don't know, people are kind of making it seem like, I guess the word I saw was like 
going back to the dregs of the Big 12 or whatever, it's like, Big 12 has been great for us. Yeah. We thought we had something better, and it turned out we didn't. Oh, well. It all works out. Uh, what's up, Alpine? He says, hey, RK, work on getting the live stream on the TVs in the par. We've done it for some stuff. Um, so we, we, we can talk about that. Like, maybe... Uh, Is he down there right now? Maybe. He is. He's right there. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> What's up, Alpine? Um, maybe for like Buffs post games. Uh huh. You know, especially for like later games where you know there's gonna be a, a crowd of just Buffs fans here after the game. We can get it on in the bar. Hell yeah. Uh, our moisters. Where does Stanford and Cal end up? OSU and uh, Washington State. Don't care. <sighs> yeah, that's their. That's a them problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Stanford and Cal aren't gonna get left in the cold. I don't think. No. Certainly not Stanford. Yes, DNVR is on Spotify. Yep. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and on uh, Apple Podcasts. And keep us with that slick rating on Spotify. Just yep. keep pounding that five stars. Five stars, baby. Both of them. And hit that like button. Um, who's the third guy? Dixon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or Booker, I think it oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of names, man. Lots of names. <laughs> so many names. So that's Jamaris on the left, and then I think that's Booker in the middle, and then CL3 on the right. Yep. Someone I know asked, uh, there it is, from Byron, how do you feel about the white jersey and gold pants in the CL3 pick? Looks sick. Everything's going to look good on Charles Lester. <laughs> uh, um, Especially the new ones. The only thing I don't like is gold, white, gold. Yeah. It just... It looks like, I don't know, like Boston College or something right. to me. How do you feel about gold, white, white? Gold, white, white is sick. Um, yeah. if, if you're going white, gold, maybe go black, white, gold, mm -hmm. which is the inverse of the most traditional road uniform for Colorado, which is gold, white, black, which I think gold, white, black looks sick, too. Yeah, yep, that is a good one. WTFFFFFFF. What just dropped? McMurphy, Brett McMurphy said, Colorado leaving the Pac-12 to return to the Big 12 in 2024. Socials told Action Network, CU will receive full Big 12 share, $31.7 million from ESPN slash Fox Media deal. Buffs left because of Big 12 stability and Pac-12's uncertainty. Sources said announcement Thursday. Do We're I send? free, man. Do I send this? Yeah, send it. All right. Um... Check out the graphic we're dropping right now. We're free, man. We're free from the Pac-12 media deal negotiations. We never should have talked about it once. It never mattered. It never did. And they never got the deal. Um. All right, what else we got? Thursday, Big 12. Friday, CL3. <laughs> what a week, man. Where's Charles Lester from again? What city? Uh, he plays for Venice. Give me a minute. There you go. Maybe that's the final uh, seal of the envelope. You get to go home. Yeah. Let's see. Venice, Florida. Yep. There so. you go. Going to get to play there if you come to Colorado. Crazy. Of course, um, you can play in Florida if he goes to Florida State as well. Can you do this for me real quick? What do this you need? question? Yeah, I got the question. Uh, Jen said your timing is sick today. Yeah. Uh, turns out the Broncos did us a favor. What the hell happened with that, dude? What do you mean? Camp was apparently supposed to start later, and yeah. then all of a sudden we just go today? Sean, Sean Payton just likes a good curveball. Literally, training camp was supposed to start on uh, Friday. And training camp just started today. With no like fanfare around it. Just, welcome to camp. That was weird. All right, next one. All right, I'm set. Um, I don't know. Where can you watch the meeting? It's going to be... Yeah, maybe if there's a link, we'll tweet it out. But it sounds like the meeting is no longer really that relevant. Yeah, no. Also, Adam had it first. For sure he did. Uh, what's up, Chad? Uh, when we going... Does that mean we're getting a baseball team with the move to the Big 12? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Lots more hurdles there. You know who the number one person who can help Colorado get a baseball team is? Coach Prime? Coach Prime. Uh, if the football team starts winning, gets back to where, you know, uh, where we need them to be, then the school might have the money to invest in 
baseball and of course softball as well. You have to do both. Yep, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's that's the first step. Uh, Peyton. Oh man, did you guys watch the TBT game today? Um, I did. I watched the end of it, and man, they kind of, kind of blew it a bit. I think Purdue went on to something like a eighteen to six run, something like that. Fourteen to four. I know I saw, but um. They got nipped at the very end. You know, the what do you call it? The the, the finish, Elam ending. The Elam ending. So it was first to 70, 68, 68. Buffs just couldn't get enough buckets at the end of the game. It is what it is. That hurts, man. But yeah. um, the overall experience, I think, is great. Um, we don't have too much time to talk about this today, but yeah. I just love the idea of getting all the alums and some of the best players in program history together, hanging out, uh, and playing ball together. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, they also played the Purdue alumni team. So I like the alumni stuff. Yeah, for sure. Makes it a lot more fun. Uh, what's up, Devon? Uh, what's the difference between... What's the money difference by going to the Big 12? Well, it's $31.7 million right now because the Pac-12 doesn't have a deal. So Right. But w weren't the deals we were hearing for Pac-12 around 21? Yeah. They were coming in about $10 million lower. So there you go. And... No games on the fucking CW or whatever. Yes. Like, <laughs> ESPN and Fox, ESPN baby. ESPN and Fox, where college football <laughs> is supposed go. to be played. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Most important thing. <laughs> We're not following up uh, Sabrina the Teenage <laughs> yeah. Witch. Following Dirty Jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Texas born. What's the latest on Brendan Gantt? Oh, man. He's on the roster, guys. Jalen Ellis just showed up. If they're on the roster, do not worry. They're coming. Um, Nicholas, who do you think starts next to Travis week one? What side? Cormani. Cormani on defense, on offense, Jimmy Horn and oh, yeah. Xavier Weaver? I think he meant uh, yeah. corner, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm putting my stamp on Cormani. Uh, Eric, do you think the Big 12 is more interested in Colorado solely because of Coach Prime? I have to think so. The history. Every, uh, a little bit. Really? 10%. Familiarity, 90% Coach Prime. <laughs> That's fair. I don't have any sort of like um, uh, visions of grandeur about what this program is right now without Coach Prime. Here. Yep. Um, Chris with the super chat, my guy. The only schools more than 12-hour drive in Big 12 are Houston, Cincy, UCF, and West Virginia. The only Pac-12 school closer than 12 hours is Utah. It's a great... That is Great a nice comment right there. One of the most random, I don't know if it's random, but when you drive out of Colorado, <laughs> you can hit Texas really fast. Yeah. It doesn't feel that close. I just remembered I have a whole list of defensive numbers to talk about that we do. We can, I mean, hey. Do you want to rattle them off real quick? I've got, it doesn't even look, I've got pickleball at 645. All right, man. <laughs> Other um, than that, it doesn't look like that's even happening. So I. I'll talk all day. We're talking buffs. All right, chat. So let me know if I miss any or if uh, I'm wrong with some of these. But Derek McClendon and Jaquez Robinson. Also, we're going long. That means we got to get over 400. Yep, likes. come on. Uh, Derek McClendon, Jaquez Robinson, number nine for both. Uh, that, that doesn't work. It doesn't work. So someone, one's got to go. Yep. Not literally, but one of them can't wear number nine. Uh, Jordan Dominic, we knew this, 44. Okay. Roderick Ward, 29. Good DB number. Trevor Woods, of course, 43. Do you yep. want the walk-ons? Sure, I got yelled at yesterday for not wanting. <laughs> Braden Keith, thirty. Uh, Travis J, four. Not a walk on, of course. Um, great number. Yep. Just like what we said yesterday, the J with the single number is yep. just a vibe, man. Yep. Uh, Jaden Milliner Jones, thirty-one. Great safety number. Yep. Uh, Shout course, out Justin Simmons. Yep. Of course, Cam, number seven. Of course, Shane Cokes, ninety-nine. Amari Shane. McNeil keeps his eighty-eight from Tennessee. That's kind of sick for a D lineman. Yep. Uh, Tajay McCoy, 40. Okay. Car this one was really cool. Carter Stoutmeyer. His dad wore 23. He was, he posted a whole video. You know, he was really nervous about it. He ends up getting 23. His mom tweets out yesterday how excited she is to watch the number 23 again. Um, just super cool stuff. And that's where like people, um, we got shit, a little bit of shit yesterday for like, are numbers really this important? They kind of are. They really are. <laughs> Think about um, a number that you might know, 21. Yeah. <laughs> that has literally been a piece of Coach Prime's brand for his entire life starting when he joined the NFL. Yep. It's still in his logo. 
Yep. The Coach Prime logo has a 21 in it. So 21's a huge... How about 23? Yeah. <laughs> that Pretty big mean number. Anything. The numbers matter, and, and sometimes it's... Um, it's sentimental value like that one. Sometimes it's just a feeling that, you know, you feel better when you put that number on. Uh, and sometimes it, it literally is, you know, it becomes a part of who you are. Like, how about Shador with the two chain? For like, sure. Yeah. Part of, he, he feels it. He embodies it. He walked on our set and people weren't saying Shador. They were saying two. Two, two, two. two yeah. yeah. Uh, Cormani McLean, number one. Mm, beautiful thing. Love it, man. Did you see, like, it looks great on the front, and then the back with McLean and number one, it just like that hits. Yep, uh, he's got like the half sleeve stuff going too. It's Crazy. so dope. Uh, Omarion Cooper three, love that. We knew this one. Levante Bentley twenty, Marvin Ham twenty five, Chaz Wallace fifty two. Okay, Morgan Pearson thirty seven. That's mm. a fast thirty seven for a linebacker, mm. man. Okay, yep, got to bring the speed. Bishop Thomas ninety five. Good one for him. Arden Walker, 53. Okay, solid. Ben Finiseth keeps his 28 from last year. Nice. Feather in the cap. Victory Johnson, 55. Okay. Kendrick Breedlove, 10. Interesting. Uh, Noah Young, one of the newer uh, linebackers, 58. Taj Alston, 49. Jeremiah Brown, 42. Okay. All right. Some good ones in there, some okay ones in there. Not everyone can have a good number. That's just what I saw from Caleb Mathis's video. So if there's going to be more. Shiloh's 21. Like we we know a lot of these, but totally. Um, we'll see. I'm assuming we'll get an, an actual roster. By the way, talk about the roster. Travis Hunter listed at 185 now. Did you see that? What was he listed at when he got here? Do you remember? 165. Oh my god. That was one thing when I looked back on our interview. I was I wish we would ask him a little yeah, more about. Yeah. Um, he just squatted 400 plus. Then they were doing maxes. He power cleaned, I think, 275. I thought he was allergic to the weight room, Jake. <laughs> That's what I heard, too. <laughs> Crazy, man. Adam, would you say in four years the Big 12 is in a better place than it is now? Yeah. I mean, that's they're setting it up to be. Or it's gone entirely. Right. I, I, <laughs> and we're in the two-conference system. They've done a hell of a lot better job than the Pac-12 and the ACC have done so far. I'll say that. Yeah, 31 million is... No joke. Yep. Um, yes, DMVR is on Spotify. You're good. It's kind of crazy that the 31 million share for like a conference is like a mediocre contract in the right. NBA. I know. <laughs> that Jalen Brown deal. Yeah. What the hell? I know. Cole Komet today, too? Crazy. Did you see that one? What was his number? It's like five for 80. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy. Insane, man. Um, does this mean stadium improvements? You'd have to imagine so. Yeah, I mean, stadium improvements were coming regardless. And and honestly, like the fact that every game is going to be sold out this year helps that a lot. Yep. Um, you know, I think they say like a, one of these games is worth like $2 million. And then if you start selling out all the games, you start selling a ton more beer at these games. You're selling well, way more merch at these games. Like you just start racking it up. Uh, I swear, what's up, man? Ooh, love this question. Favorite potential Big 12 matchups, Ryan? Hmm. Uh, UCF, immediately. Yep, yep. Uh, I like the the older, more like the traditional ones. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, Baylor even. Baylor, hated Baylor when we were in the Big 12. Still hate Baylor to this day. Um Iowa State, Iowa State, around. yeah. Matt Campbell's still there, man. <laughs> Texas Tech's had a big come up recently again too. Yeah, I also think um, after CU beats TCU this year, there'll be a nice little baseline for a rivalry there. Yep. Uh, Kansas State, I mean they they're probably the best program that will be in the Big Twelve next year. Yep. Hated, Dylan gets to go back home. Hated Kansas State. Dude, they always had, like, one guy who was sick who would just crush yeah. us. Darren Sproles, Jordy Nelson. Tyler Lockett. Yep. Yep. Although it's a, maybe a bit after. That was post. Yeah. But um, I'm excited to go to Morgantown. I've heard that place is incredible. Yes. I've always wanted to go there. <laughs> Let's go, man. Uh, what else have we got, Alyssa? 
time is the show tomorrow? 11.30, unless... Uh, you, have, you don't have to go to camp, right? Nope. Okay, 11.30. Uh, Chance, Chance main, main number? Oh, number... Oh, remember I said he was listed on the roster at 90 yep. when that update came out. I didn't see him in... No one else is wearing it. Uh, nope. I didn't see him in Caleb's video, though, so okay. I don't know. Okay. Uh, why they have double numbers? Every team does it. Well, I think... Here's my... Well, no, but he means on the same side. Oh. I think that if, like, two guys really, really wanted a number, maybe Coach Prime said, all right, you can both have them now. Yeah. Only one of you's coming out of camp with yeah. it, so go earn it. I love it, man. Just breeding competition constantly. Everything they do. Interesting. Alpine said uh, Cincinnati's off the hook going to that game. All right. Going to get some Skyline Chili? I'd be down to try it. Have you ever had it? Uh, no. I have. It is. So Derek Wolf's from Cincinnati. Yeah, right. And the Broncos were playing at Cincinnati. And so I asked Derek, I said, uh, where do I got to go for Skyline Chili? Like, actually, Skyline Chili is the name of the place. But they they make it in a bunch of different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, all right, what's the deal? And he's like, it's only good if you're hammered. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> win in Rome. <laughs> I got hammered and I went and had some. And it actually slapped. Let's go. Yeah, I had like a special one that had like ghost pepper cheese on it. It's literally just chili on the bottom, noodles above that, and then just pounds of cheese. Yep. Can't like can't really mess that up that much. I will say I have tried chili with like noodles before. Surprisingly really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um what number is slusher? I didn't see slusher. I don't know. Man, slush. Hasn't had much uh, flying under the radar hype man. around him in a while. Flying under the radar. Skyline with number two. Hell yeah. <laughs> CU versus BYU. That'll be an interesting one. That will be very the interesting. Detmer Bowl. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Power uh, with going back to the Big 12. Will future out-of-conference games be changed? They were slated. So I haven't been able to come through this yet. Usually not. Um, so just for an example, when the year that Colorado joined the Pac-12, they already had Cal on their schedule that year. They played Cal in the first game of the season as an out-of-conference game. Interesting. So it didn't count towards the conference record, but they kept it on the schedule. I think they've got K-State down the line here. If I remember correctly, I think they also have Baylor down the line. They've got Houston starting in 2026. I bet you some of those will be scrapped. 25 is Houston as well. And probably filled with an FCS school. Yeah. Northern Colorado, come on down. Uh, yep, K-State starting in 27. And then this deal runs through 2030, I believe. And, yep, that's about it. All right, we got that one on slush. Got them all. We're over 400 likes. Good job, everyone. Well done. What a random day to be a huge day. Crazy, man. You blink, and Colorado's <laughs> in the Big 12. Um, like I've said from the jump, this is the best thing for the University of Colorado right now. And that's what it's all about. Like, the long game is kind of over. Yep. Um, things are moving really quickly in college football right now. So sitting back and seeing what happens was not going to do anything for this team. No. They are in what could be a golden era right now. We've had a couple different golden eras of Colorado football. We are hoping that they are entering one right now. You can't have your conference crumbling underneath you while Coach Prime is leading you to new heights or yep. heights that haven't seen you haven't seen in a long time. So I think this was the absolute right move and very well thought out by Rick George to say, okay, I need to make sure that we're on stable footing as coach prime takes us to the next level. And it also helps with coach prime himself. We, we don't have any visions of keeping coach prime here forever, but we want to keep him around as long as possible. And if you're in a failing conference and all of a sudden someone in the sec calls, it makes it a lot harder to do than if you're in a conference like the Big 12, making you know a substantial share of the money. Um, so good job to all involved. 
it, I this hasn't even sunk in for me yet, so we'll have to talk about it a, a lot more tomorrow. For sure. Uh, but this was the right move for Colorado today, and that's what we need to do. Jamel's asking why it's dark outside. It is pouring rain right now. Yeah, there's like a little um, like gutter that I can see, and it is just like like a fire hydrant coming out of there. The right Colfax now. River, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just pumped we don't have to talk about media deals and realignment anymore. Beautiful thing. Thank you. Oh, I've been released. Now we can start talking about uh, going to the Big Ten. Let's do it, man. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about some football, though, bro. We're soon. We're so close to talking about football. Oh, man. Can't wait. See you guys tomorrow. Sco Buffs? Sco Buffs, baby.